C. Hill is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Now get off me. Hello, gang, and welcome back to Kick It Naturally. This is episode 402. I'm T.C. Hale, and we are going to talk about some stuff today. I'm excited to cover this because, uh, you know, these are the um, some of the basic things that we really dig into a lot, we dig deep into, but I just kind of want to present some of the things that people kind of miss over when they're looking to lose weight. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there's some folks that want to lose weight. Have you, have you noticed that? Yeah, there's lots. So we want to dig into this a little bit and cover some of the most important, what I view as pillars to weight loss. And we're going to go over the four biggest ones. We might only get time to do the first two uh, in this week's episode, and we'll cover the other two in next week's because there's really a, a lot to talk about and a lot to consider and a lot to uh, understand why so many people fail when they're losing weight. Most people don't know about these pillars or they skip over them or they sound or they say man that sounds interesting that makes a lot of sense to me but you know what I'm going to do nothing about it so the results are nothing about it so we really got to do these things these things count and that's why they're so important so if you've listened to anything that I've said ever like since the 3rd grade you know that the number one most important factor when it comes to wanting to lose weight is to correct any digestive issues. Because without digestion working properly, every aspect of weight loss becomes a huge pain in the arse. I think when you spread it out like that, you're not really cussing. When you say it wrong and when you spread out the word for a really long time, it, it removes the fact that you did any cussing. So, but I, I want to make sure you understand how important this is and how difficult it is to lose weight without this foundational piece in place. Because if, if we can't break our food down the way that we're supposed to break it down in a way that allows us to release the nutrients in that food, then the body is not getting what it needs. That's that's why we eat food. We eat food so that our body gets stuff that it needs to run on. That's why we put gas in your truck. It's because your truck needs gas to function. Otherwise, we wouldn't put gas in our truck, right? So the food is the same way with the body. We put food in so that the body can function correctly. But here's the problem. The problem is that your body can't energize itself by using a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it can't it can't do anything that's like putting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in your truck and expecting that that's going to work like gas does your body has to break that peanut butter jelly sandwich down into vitamins and minerals and uh, fats and nutrients and glucose and all these things that the body can then use to function from. And I'm not saying that you want to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are delicious. It's, it's all I would eat when I was six years old. And it had to be cut into squares. If it wasn't cut into squares, it was going back to the kitchen. But what I'm saying is that it's just fun to say peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But that doesn't mean you want to be eating them. But we're using this example for any food. Any food that you eat 
has to be broken down in a way that your body can access what is in that food. It's not the food that helps, it's the stuff in the food that allows the body to function correctly. So if you've failed on pretty much any diet, odds are really great that an inability to turn the types of foods you're eating, whatever your diet was about, if, if it was about low carb, if it was about you know, keto, if, it, if you were on the ice cream sandwich diet, you know, whatever it is that you were eating, if you failed on that diet, it likely had something to do with your inability to properly process those types of foods, the foods that you were eating on that diet. You needed to be able to turn those foods into fuel and resources for the body to function correctly so that the body isn't saying, hey, I need stuff. Hey, give me more stuff. What else you got? So when the body's screaming what else you got all day, it's going to make it very difficult to stick to any particular diet and you're going to be hearing screams for Doritos and Nutter Butters and all that stuff and it's going to be almost impossible to stick to whatever plan that you're trying to put together. So if you're saying, okay, how do I know if my digestion is really breaking my food down correctly? I put food in this end and then poop comes out the other end, so everything must be working correctly. And that's kind of what most people think, and that's not always the case. So let's look at um, some possible digestive symptoms that could be giving you clues that things aren't, aren't going so great. Maybe they're not working as well as you think they are. So if you're dealing with any type of burping or bloating, um, you know, and it could be any kind of burps, even just the little burps that happen that you might not even notice until I just said that. And then like maybe later today, you're like, oh my gosh, I do burp a little bit. I didn't even know that. Tony's such an idiot. I hate him now. So even those burps, those count. If you have any kind of constipation or diarrhea, and constipation is you're not having a bowel movement every day. If you're not having a bowel movement every day, you're constipated. Um, and if your uh, stool is loose or you know, you're having diarrhea type issues, that's a problem as well. Um, acid reflux or heartburn, any kind of GERD, that kind of stuff, that's all digestive problems. Uh, if you have discomfort after eating, or if your food just kind of sits there like a rock in your stomach for hours or days, um, if you're dealing with any kind of gas or nausea or loss of appetite, or your uh, stool is lighter than the color of corrugated cardboard, or if you're dealing with any type of acne or skin type issue. Um, This can be a little more complicated than we'll talk about today, but those are signs that digestion is not working correctly, at least one aspect of digestion. And uh, if your blood pressure, if your systolic blood pressure, the top number, is under 112, that's another indication that you may not be breaking down your food correctly and pulling all the minerals out of your food. food. Because the blood pressure is that low, even though your doctor says, good job, you're not going to have a stroke. Uh, it's still not great. When your blood pressure is low, it's a sign that you don't have enough minerals in the system for your body to operate uh, the way that it wants to operate. It wants to operate with stuff. It wants to, it wants to live the good life. It wants to uh, not have to use backup systems just because it doesn't have the resources that it needs. So when you're looking at low blood pressure, um, it's a very commonly, not always, but very commonly and usually a, a digestive issue is le- at least a contributing factor to that. So, you know, digestion is a complicated 
topic. It's a complicated process, but the main functions of digestion is that you have to acidify the food in your stomach so that the food can be broken down and so that proteins can be turned into amino acids. And then you need bile coming from the gallbladder to go down and neutralize those acids as they leave the stomach. And then it's when those two things collide like that, the very acidic product and the alkaline bile, then you get this sizzle. This pH is, is, is very different. It creates a sizzle like if you were to mix baking soda with apple cider vinegar or something. That is like an explosion that your body is using to pull all the nutrients out of that food. It's that sizzle and it's that explosion that allows us to access all the good stuff in, in what we just ate. So if you don't have both of those sides of digestion functioning correctly, then you're not going to be able to really get all the nutrients out of your food and it's going to be creating problems in one way or another. And it's really common for someone to have one of those sides not working right or both of them. There's a lot of reasons that someone may not be making enough stomach acid or maybe they're making stomach acid but they have some type of bacterial overgrowth in their stomach and the waste from that overgrowth is neutralizing the acid that they're making so they're they're unable to truly acidify their food Uh, there's a lot of things that can thicken up our bile so that it won't flow correctly and it just sits there in the gallbladder until it turns into stones and then we have gallstones and that's no fun but a lot of people have bile that's moving very poorly for years or even decades before they would develop stones so a lot of these people don't even know that their bile is not working correctly. And, you know, the way that we eat in this country has the ability to thicken our bile. A lot of our medications have the ability to thicken our bile. A lot of the stress that we deal with has the ability to thicken our bile. So there's a lot of things going on that can damage either of these systems and just not having work and have them working correctly and the person won't even know. Now, we're not going to get deep into how to fix digestion and how to figure out what's going wrong in this episode today. I teach how to do that in in all my books. And you can also go and take our absolutely free four-week digestion course. And it'll walk you through how to look at all those aspects and figure out what's going wrong and even the steps to take to improve that. So you can find that at kickitnaturally.com forward slash course. And it's totally free. You don't need a credit card to sign up or anything like that. You just sign up and start taking it. Now, you do have to actually go through the course. Isn't that weird that you don't just have to sign up and it magically fixes everything that's been going wrong for the last 20 years? No, you got to do the work. And it's going to take some work to go through and understand those things and look at your own physiology and and uh, take the time to fix those things. But, geez, what if you didn't have to do 30 more diets? What if you could fix those things and you just had to do one more diet. Wouldn't that be awesome? So go and take the course if you haven't. It's, it's really eye-opening and will help you understand a lot of these things. If you want to learn how to look at your own chemistry to get a better idea of how your unique body is operating, sign up for our KIY or Kick It Yourself membership. Not only do you gain access to our four-week digestion course and our 12-week flagship Kick Your Fat course that normally sells for $129, You also get free shipping at naturalreference.com. Restrictions apply, but since the membership is only $9 a month, it can pay for itself. You'll also have access to a reference system like you've never seen before, and a members-only private support group where you can get feedback from coaches I've trained, and I even show up to do live Q&A videos on a monthly basis. To see more features and sign up, go to kickitnaturally.com forward slash K-I-Y. That's K-I-Y. 
And again, this all comes back to giving the body what it needs so that it's not always screaming for junk that it that can be used in a pinch. So this is the problem is that junk is easier to break down and turn into fuel. Like corn chips are practically broken down as you pull them out of the bag. They're just this processed stuff that you put it in your mouth and it just starts to break down automatically. And these simple carbohydrates and sugars, they... They break down without a, lot of, without a lot of effort. You don't need to have your full digestive capacity uh, working correctly to break down Nilla wafers. They just they break down very easily. So because those foods are broken down so easily and can be turned into glucose and fuel that the body can use, then when the body is not getting the resources it needs, uh, for a lot of functions, it can just use glucose to kind of buffer the low minerals and other things that it's missing. And it can use that in a pinch to say, hey, I'm running out of stuff here. Go go eat those Nutter Butters. The last time you had those, I broke them down like that, that easily, that quickly. I turned them into fuel immediately. Go get me that. That's why we crave a lot of this junk. So how are you going to stick to any kind of healthy way of eating if, you're, if your body wants corn chips all day long and and even when you're sleeping, it's like, hey, how about, how about some cookies? I bet there's some cookies out there. Why don't you get out of bed and go get me some cookies? So it's a real problem. That's why we need to have our digestion functioning correctly so that the food that we're eating is not being wasted. It's not, you know, when you can't break it down, instead of giving your body the, the, the resources it needs, you're giving your body a burden that it has to deal with. Because when the food can't digest, it starts to rot and ferment and it creates all these gases and toxins that the body has to, has to try to figure out, now how do I get rid of this stuff? So it really is about making sure that uh, you know, you're putting all this effort into eat these better foods, but if you can't digest these better foods, they just become toxic like the toxic food you were eating when you went through Taco Bell. Now, the other aspect of digestion that's crucial is the elimination part, the part where the stuff leaves the body that's not supposed to be in there anymore. So one thing about bile not flowing is that it, it, it's, it's basically the body's main exit strategy for filth and toxins. The, the liver filters out all this junk that we put into our body or that comes in from pollution and all these other things. The liver filters this out and it puts the junk into the bile so that when the bile goes down through the intestinal tract and it goes out the back door, it's taking all those toxins with it. The, 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 the trash is being taken out. But when bile is not flowing correctly, all those toxins that the liver filtered out can just get reabsorbed back into the system. And then the liver's got to filter it out all over again. It's like, hey, I, I did this already. Why are you making me do this again? I don't like you. So now the liver's getting overworked and overwhelmed and it can't handle all the tasks that it's supposed to handle. Toxins and filth start to accumulate in the system. And when there's too much filth in the system, the body will take some of those things and it will shove it into a fat cell just to keep the system safe and, and not becoming toxic. It can, it can make those toxins basically inert by just shoving them into a fat cell. But then those fat cells start to expand and guess what? So do we and dang, my pants don't fit anymore. So... That's kind of what we're looking at when we don't have the ability to remove the toxins like we're supposed to. So that's one aspect is just the stuff that's getting filtered out of the bile. But what if you're constipated and you're not even pooping? Well, where do you think that goes? It gets reabsorbed back into the system. All that stuff 
that was supposed to go out the back door with the trash is not leaving and so it gets reabsorbed and we become toxic and, and we expand again. And even on the other side of that, if, we are, if we're dealing with diarrhea, that's not better. They don't view that as, look at all the trash I'm taking out. I'm taking out the trash so fast it lifts me off the toilet like a rocket. You know, that's not what you want either. Because when food is moving through the system that fast, you don't have time to assimilate and absorb the nutrients from that food. It's, it's on a roller coaster. It's screaming through the tunnel. How are you going to use any of that? It's already out the back door and you've been on the toilet eight times today already. So a loose stool can be just as bad as uh, a constipation when it comes to weight loss because if you can't assimilate any of those nutrients from the food, guess what your body's going to do? Hey, how about some chubby hubby ice cream? I was able to use that really quickly. Go get me that. So that's going to be a problem when stool is too loose. So it's not only the ability to break down the food and uh, get the nutrients out of the food, but it's also just as crucial for the body be, to be able to remove toxins, to be able to remove waste, and get all of this junk out of the system so that it's not being held onto and, and shoved into fat cells and causing weight gain. So this should help you understand why I, I won't shut up about digestion when it comes to weight loss and why this is such an important topic. And, you know, this can also lead us right to pillar number two. And that is, you know, when you're not getting the nutrients that you need, it's going to create cravings. And eliminating cravings is a priority if you want to lose weight. Because how are you going to stick to anything when you can't be a human being? Uh, people think, you know, oh, man, I just don't have any willpower. Or I'm a, I'm a chocoholic. I just, I have a sweet tooth. And I, I, my mom had a sweet tooth, so I have a sweet tooth. And that's just how it is. And, and that's not how it is. It's not a personality disorder. This is not something that you were born into. And yes, genetics can be a factor there, but there are things that you can do to eliminate cravings. And I've, I've seen clients that have been going to therapy for over a decade for just their cravings. That's all they were going for. And when they can fix digestion and help the body get what it needs, all of a sudden they don't need the therapy anymore. What? So it's, it's not all about just talking to somebody through your problems. You know, that, that can be beneficial uh, for a lot of things, for a lot of people, but with most people dealing with severe cravings and binge eating and all those kinds of issues, there's physiological problems that are magnifying any type of mental issue that, that may be there. So when we look at pillar number two, we really have to take the right steps to eliminate any cravings. And that starts with digestion. It starts with improving any of those digestive symptoms that we're having um, and improving the, the ability and uh, maximizing the ability to get the nutrients out of the food that we're eating. And then we got to do something else. Oh, we have to eat real food. We have to eat food that actually has nutrients in it. So if uh, everything that you're eating comes in a box with a picture on it, you're doing it wrong. You really want to try to focus more on eating actual food. That's what our body operates on. It operates on actual food. And one of the most common issues that we see with people that are dealing with a lot of cravings is we see either uh, some low blood pressure issues or maybe some insulin resistant issues. And the low blood pressure issues will come in because the body 
doesn't have the minerals that it needs to function correctly. It's not able to pull it all out of the food that we're eating. So we may need to take some steps to first improve digestion, but also lift the mineral levels in our body. And we can do that with things like sea salt and some supplements and some other things that we'll talk about in our, our members only episode coming up next. But you really have to take steps to lift what is available to the body. And maybe you start eating more nutrient-rich foods, and uh, maybe you also supplement with some things that can lift some of these nutrients, but you have to give the body more of what it's looking for if you want to tell it, get it to shut up about everything that it's screaming for. And it's usually going to scream for either sugar um, or carbohydrates or salty things. Because when salts are too low, the system can be buffered by raising the uh, sugars. And when sugars go too low, they can be buffered by higher salts. So when someone has low minerals and uh, blood sugar that can spike and crash, that's where the real trouble comes in. And uh, these folks are often going to have to make adjustments to how they're eating and to the carbohydrates that they're eating and the types of carbohydrates that they're eating and when they're eating those carbohydrates and what they're eating those carbohydrates with. All of those things matter because you need to be able to keep your blood sugar on a more even keel so that the body always has that fuel. And if a person is dealing with insulin resistance and the cells aren't able to utilize that glucose very effectively, then steps will need to be corrected there. Otherwise, you'll be eating food, and you may be eating plenty of fuel, and the body's like, oh, thanks for sending that in here. But now there's no ability to sweep all that glucose into the uh, cells so that it can be utilized correctly because the cells have become insulin resistant from consuming too many carbohydrates too often for too long. Um, other things can contribute to that process and that damage, but that usually has a lot to do with it there. So a person needs to change how they're eating so that the cells can start to become more receptive again and to use that glucose properly. Otherwise, you can eat, uh, you know, corn dog and the body's like, hey, how about how about another one? How about something else? How about some Twizzlers or some cookies or something? It's going to keep screaming for stuff. Because even though you just ate, the body's like, where'd it go? Where's the nutrients that you promised me? They're not showing up and I need something else. So those two issues are the most common problems when we see somebody dealing with significant cravings. But it's easy to understand how you're not going to have an easy time losing weight if you can't get the cravings under control. And don't let somebody tell you that it's about willpower. If someone tells you that it's about willpower... That person doesn't have the issues that are physiologically going to create cravings. They have things working great. Willpower works real nice when your body is working correctly because all you have to do is be like, hey, I'm not going to eat that. But when your body has no fuel and it has no resources, you're, you're not going to win that battle. You're going to lose. Willpower has nothing to do with it. You can't outbattle that. And instead, we need to start working with our body, give the body the things that it needs, and then those cravings will go away very easily. So those are our first two pillars for weight loss, the correcting any digestive issues so that you can pull out nutrients and so that you can eliminate toxins and waste. 
and then eliminating cravings so you can stick to eating the types of foods that are going to help you lose weight. Now, we have two more pillars that we're going to talk about next week. And if you're a KIY member and you have access to our members-only episodes, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into these first two pillars now. We're going to talk um, about how to correct some of those digestive issues. And we're going to talk a little bit more about cravings and some steps that you can take to ease those cravings even before you fix the digestion. So steps that uh, you can take to kind of make things easier as you're doing the work to fix any digestive issues so that you can start losing weight a little faster. You know, a lot of these things are a process, um, but if you use the right tricks, it can speed everything up. So uh, check out the Members Only episode to dig in a little bit deeper. If you're not a member, it's only $9 a month, and then it also gives you access to our uh, private Facebook support group where you can ask me and my coaches questions and we kind of help point you in the right direction. Um, if you want to be a member, just go to kickitnaturally.com forward slash K-I-Y. So next week, we're going to talk about the other pillars. And uh, if you guys have other topics you want to hear about, then just go to Kick It Naturally and uh, send us a message and let us know what kind of questions or topics you want us to cover. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Learn more about today's topic by becoming a KIY member and gain access to our members-only podcast episodes. That's where we dig deeper into each topic and share the secrets that help our clients and coaches see such amazing results. You'll also gain access to our private support group where you can ask us questions when you get stuck. It's only $9 a month and you get free shipping at naturalreference.com, which can save you like $9 a month. So do the math and join the Kick It Yourself KIY gang. Go to kickitnaturally.com forward slash K-I-Y and we'll see you on the inside.